Hello, fellow moviegoers. Would you like some podcast talk? We're here with Zach and Dill. Here we go. We're going to try this thing again. Season two. Season two. Mother Lickers. Season two, episode one, talking about Marvel Phase Four. If you don't like that, turn us off. But please don't. <laughs> Ready to get into this. Good contribution, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it is. Let's roll. Movies and chill with Zach and Dill. That'll get my giggle box going. Movies and chill with Zach and Dill. Our pet's heads are falling off. Movies and chill. Stop. With Zach and Dill. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Movies and It seems to run on some form of electricity. Chill. What the heck? Sorry. Zach and Dill. Spartans. The great Oz has spoken. Movies and chill! Get to the podcast now! Alright, here we go. Where did that intro, Zach? I know. I'm just saying. Are you doing the intro again? No, I just like that after the music. It's like, yay. There was like you're bringing them back in kind of thing. And then you raised your arms. They could see see you. They could. No one can see you. They could hear it. They could hear it. This podcast world. That's anyway, I'm I'm Dill. That's Zach over there. You can't see it though. To my left, your right, is Brady in third chair today. Hello. Good job, buddy. That, that's all my contribution. That's it. Now he's okay. gone. Okay. That I'm was gone. the last time you heard him. Marvel Phase Four, Episode One, starting with a bang. Kind of our uh, our go-to. I mean. Avengers 1 was our season 1 open. Yeah. So Marvel is our, our, our money our money maker, our bread basket. Kind of breaking it up, we wrote it on our blackboard so you know it's real. First section we're going to talk about Black Widow, and then a second section will be like Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi or I don't know, how do you Shang-Chi. say it? Shang-Chi. It's kind of Shang-Chi. <laughs> Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Okay. Or, I don't know. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Yeah. He, yeah, I mean, hey, do we have a racist button for you people out there? Brady uh, Brady's part Asian schoolgirl, so that wow, that's okay. worse. <laughs> what? It's he, getting worse. He, that's how he was laughing. Okay, we're supposed to be cleaning it up. Oh, okay. that's okay. I didn't think that would be too bad. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? I don't know. I didn't when I when I kicked it to you. I didn't think you would go like real racist Where else with it. Am I supposed to go with it? it? Just because it's Asian doesn't mean you can't talk went tall. Yeah, you went full on. What else am I supposed to do? I was saying like normal? an American. I don't know. I I think that so, it was. Uh, I really want to know. Is it Shang Chi? That's how I've yeah. said it. Yes. Okay. okay. Shang Chi. So, so moving on for that, the That's third part. part <laughs> the third part we're talking about Disney Plus and yeah. all the different shows. Yeah, I like that. So uh, getting right, right, right on into it. Three rights, so you know it's right. Zach, you had a thought. Oh, uh, just a just a random exercise right now, just to get us back in the thinking process in the podcasting yeah i was thinking about this the other day it really doesn't tie in exactly to anything it's just a funny thought so it's not important is what you're saying it's not we're just okay. this is help us get back into it something to think about when you watch a movie where like something is very huge and giant like whether it's godzilla or just like uh good examples like um 
Ant-Man or like Power Rangers. When when giant people walk through cities and they're destroying it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Godzilla. Why don't their feet get hurt? What are they stepping on? It's hurting them. Everything. Get, you think about it. You go outside. If you stepped on a matchbox car, you wouldn't be okay. Okay. What does this have to... I don't even get it. Why are we talking about this? I told you. It's just a thought I had. This, like, is, this needs to be a segment. Like Zach's <laughs> random thought of the day. Well, I was trying to give us something that we've got banter. To go, just help us get onto the, ban- the perfect example. That is actually really good thought, though. I think, to answer your question, though, if, if something is going to be that big, they probably have tough skin. Yeah, but some stuff, it's just like you, you grow that big. Well, okay. There's no shoe store. For Godzilla, <laughs> I know. Like he can't just have shoes saying. on. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you think about yourself, if you grew up and all of a sudden were that big, it's not like you would have all kinds of issues walking around. You couldn't just destroy stuff. Well, like, thankfully think about for Ant Man, he like grows with his shoes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> his shoes, which you know, I mean, his, if, yeah, his suit growing. I guess it. Does. Here's like, Dill's yeah. random thought of the day. Yeah, kind of to spin off yours. Yeah, if Ant Man were to like ever need money. Yeah. He could sell his like growing, like his pim particles. Yeah. Anybody that like feels like their shoes are too small and they're getting they're growing, like just, just grow the shoe. Just grow the shoe while it's on your foot. Throw some pim particles on it. I don't know. Does that even work? I don't know. I don't know Marvel rules. Yeah. Okay. That's an aside. So all right. That's our fake laugh of the day. <laughs> Cool. All right, so Black Widow? Yeah. All right. What did you think of it? You just saw it. Um, because you're that guy. <laughs> you're you're the post-pandemic that guy. Um, Finally got a chance I, I to mean, see it. I mean, it was a good movie. It was kind of one of those things where it's like kind of showing just where Black Widow was for that short period of time. She was gone, supposedly. Okay. And then... Uh, yeah, I guess it kind of showed her origin, but not really. I mean, it was a really fast, like, seems like it should have been with the rest of them. Yeah. But they didn't have time, I would assume. Right? Yeah, I, I had some serious high hopes for this movie that were shattered the moment I saw it. Yeah. I really like Black Widow. She's a really cool character. I was sad that she died. Yeah. I wasn't one of those nerds that cried, but, like, <laughs> I was sad. Yeah. You know? I, I didn't like the movie. For, for the same reason I didn't like uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was a completely forgettable villain. One-dimensional villain. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the the one-dimensional villain, you know, in, in Ant-Man and the Wasp is Ghost. She, she has, like, one motivation. And then as soon as they tackle that motivation, she's like, I guess I could just leave now. <laughs> and then she's just no longer in the movie. Yeah. That's how they handled that villain. So props to you, Marvel. Yeah. That was one of the worst Marvel movies they've had out of the twenty. What is it, twenty four at this point? But anyway, I digress. the The, the comparison is the Russian Red Room was a great antagonist, mm-hmm. but when you get into the room with the villain and he's just some sweaty, <laughs> gross dude that has no superpowers, yeah. it, like you could argue his superpower is he's just really angry. I his I didn't only, like it. His only defense is literally smell. But oh yeah yeah that was goofy. Like, but the, but the thing of it is is like punch him. He, it seems like this they tried to make this guy being like some big manipulator and smart, 
And then she just outsmarts him completely right away. Like, it, there's no... Like, they had to hurry up and finish the movie. Yeah, it was, it was one of those things where it's like, all of a sudden it's like, he did figure out, oh, it's, it's really her. It's, it wasn't, you know, the um, Melina. It wasn't Melina. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it know, wasn't much of a, a shock. It was just kind of like, wait a minute, this guy's supposed to be this smart... I would assume he's smart because he's running all this and he's got all this technology and stuff. So you would assume he's supposed to be this manipulator and stuff. Yeah. And then it's like, she figured, oh, all you got to do is just trick him. You know, he's just, yeah. He, he's dumb. Well, I mean, that's, like, a, that's another side point that you yeah. just made. Like... I thought that I'd get whiplash with as many times as they throw twists in a movie mm-hmm. with Black Widow and yeah. spies. and like I really just thought it was the most predictable spy movie ever. Mm-hmm. And they compared it to James Bond movies at times. There were a lot of James Bond references in the movie, by the way. There were a lot of like nods and things to it. And it was yeah. it was kind of a cool like the action sequences were cool. She's not like a like a superhero in the sense that she has any kind of powers. So it was a spy thriller with action and guns yeah. and kicking. Oh, yeah. Like, it was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I'm not saying. But then it fell flat because, like, the villain was so forgettable. And, and, and you can argue, well, Taskmaster's. That's just mean. That's what I just you, tried to say. You were trying to describe Taskmaster? Yeah, but I can't even say Is Taskmaster. That how that person talks? Is that what you were doing? Well, maybe. <laughs> Taskmaster, they thought it was so clever yeah. to make it his daughter the villain's daughter but she became one dimensional instantly yeah and not to mention taskmaster in the comics is like deadpool mm-hmm. he just kind of pops up in places yeah and that that was what got me just downright giddy because i'm thinking like okay they're gonna bring taskmaster why can't i say it <laughs> task Taskmaster, why they they're gonna bring him into the Marvel world? Uh-huh. Okay, fine, but now you can't. Now yeah. now Taskmaster's motivation <laughs> is not there. Just a side note: I'm not gonna say the name because no, I'm not gonna, gonna be able to say it. it. You have said it so many times. I'm like, I can't Can say. Can we it call him something else? Yeah. TM. Yeah. <laughs> TM. TM. Well, TM. And then she can just fill in the name. <laughs> yeah. Somehow just a uh, robot. Just put yeah. Taskmaster. Just have to say it slow. No, Like program it to say <laughs> the way I said it. Tagmaster. Tagmaster. Well, Tagmaster. <laughs> and that's what the kids love on TikTok right now is yeah. when they have the, the auto voice yeah. say things on TikTok. Oh, instead of you. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's like yeah. a huge trend like. Look what I just did with my dog. Yay. <laughs> I don't like that trend at all, by the way. Yeah. That's so stupid. Just say what you're going to say. Right. So going back to the the movie, um, it, well, there was just a lot. Even at, let's pretend like this is not the one in the comics. They're just bringing it in because they need another villain that fights, you know, because the old guy's obviously not going to fight. Right. And But even on that, let's say, okay, it's the daughter that you blew up. But, yeah. but the only reason she's attacking she you, up. but the only reason she's really attacking you is because she's being controlled. Not the fact that you blew her face off. Which, again, completely undercuts yeah. her whole motivation. Because at the end, you know, like, oh, we're going to take her with her because she's okay now because you hit her with the dust. But it's like, yeah, but you still blew her face off. She's still really pissed. Yeah, she should be pissed. She shouldn't be like, oh, we're friends now. Yeah. 
But she she didn't need to be manipulated in that. I would the whole motivation should be like, remember that person there? Yeah, she's the one that blew you up. <laughs> yeah. Like what's the point in her <laughs> even having a backstory if it's just like, oh, she's under control. You could just Yeah, you then anybody. what's the point of saying like you feel sorry for her? It's like you're just controlling her like a robot anyway. I forgot Brady was even here. I know, that was scary. I forgot he was he started talking, I thought it was a poltergeist. Yeah. I'm a phantom. But for the most uh, so like going back to Black Widow, like I said, the movie is good. I like the care like you met new characters and stuff, so we'll see if they use them. Obviously they're, you know, pointing to use her sister more. Yeah. But, you know, are they gonna use, you know, Red Guardian? Right? Yeah. Red Guardian. Okay. I mean Which, he's available. Yeah. And I think David Harbour's a good like he's I, a big I like name. I like the character itself. It but was where's he been? Yeah, that's what I said. Know? Are you gonna do anything more with it or do you think they're just gonna throw him away? I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Like I think that the, they're setting things up. Okay. Like if you watch the stinger at the end, yeah. uh, Yelena's at Black Widow's grave, yeah. and yeah. Val comes yeah. up. And if you don't know who Val is, it's because you haven't seen the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Spoiler warning. Spoiler alert. Yeah, there might. Uh, if she you're played Elaine on Seinfeld. Yeah. For if you're listening, to, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and we're going to go over stuff, there is going to be spoilers. So we apologize. Heavy. But Heavy but spoiler. you should watch it anyway because you, you, it doesn't. You, they're still pretty cool to watch. It's still fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So they're tying in at the end, which was interesting how they did it. So overall, like, here's my thing. Outside of the the last part of the end, does it really matter that we know where she was or anything? Like, because it doesn't really matter that she did anything because nothing that she did in that fight, other than finding her sister and, and basically bringing her sister into the universe, what did it really... Because yeah. didn't, she didn't do anything to help. Like, if you think about her storyline and what she did, none of it answers any questions that anybody had. Like, you, you didn't really... Were you were did you wonder where she went or anything? No, because when they did all the movies, she like came back so fast you didn't like no, wonder where she was at or anything. I'm gonna say this. All right, it's the same thing as Han Solo. Okay, when the movie Solo came out, we had already seen The Force Awakens. Okay. We already knew Han Solo bites it. Okay, I don't care about Han Solo anymore. Why go back and and do a solo movie? Uh, and it really, it really crushed it for me. First of all, they shouldn't have killed Han Solo. They should have had him go off in the space camper uh-huh. in the sky and just go space camper. I yeah, love that. just go do his thing. Um, That's what should happen. But right. let me just finish. All right, the go ahead. Like back to Widow, though. Uh-huh. We no longer care about her in that way. Like her old adventures. Uh-huh. That this movie was seven years too late. I think. Just my opinion. I don't, I don't yeah. think the story resonated. I, I, I get what and you're saying. And it would have if Taskmaster matters. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the Russian matters. Yeah. Like, they don't matter. Yeah. We don't even really care about Red the, Guardian. The but, only person that cares, we care about is her sister, sister. Because. Because they're setting things up. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, when it comes to this movie, the it seems like the only reason they really push for this movie is because they want to bring this character into this the rest of the universe. And I guess so that Scarlett Johansson would, you know, have a solo movie. They really yeah. pushed hard, and they finally but, got but it. The thing it's is, just too late. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... But then again, but also, if you really, really look at it, it didn't really. It just said... You know, this is the red room, and and then it just jumps way ahead. There is no like she did a side mission, and this is why it was really yeah. really vague. They literally, it was like 
she could have just had a flashback memory and that could have took care of everything. It was, and that's basically yeah. what it was. That's basically we, what Nobody Black really cares that, oh, I tried to, I, the reason I got out because of the Avengers and I, I killed him, but he was still alive. But yeah, but it's like, okay, cool. You took care of it. But I mean, like you said, unfortunately now none of that matters. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't matter other than the fact that, like you said, your sister, that was the whole thing. It was just, we need it. We want to bring that character into another you know into keep it in the universe and keep it going personally i don't really like black widow i always thought she was kind of boring you were so sexist i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> keep going i thought i thought she was always boring just because like she's just a normal person when on the same image there's also thor and iron man and like these really powerful people so i always so you don't like hawkeye like, either well i like hawkeye why well, he's only, a bow and arrow only because he does really cool things with the bow and arrow. Okay. She did. Well, Black Widow's flip. doing like triple backflips. Okay. She's flipping. Yeah. So can you Hawkeye, flip? Hawkeye took down the helicarrier. Black it's Widow fought like other aliens and stuff too. Yeah, but whatever. But Black point Widow is, did right. some cool things in her solo movie that was seven years too I know. late. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Black Widow, I don't really like her as much. She did okay things in the movie. You just don't like women. But the only thing was at the end of it. It, 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 the only payoff was, like you said, Yelena. That was the only thing that mattered about the movie. Anything else was just extremely action Remember that, remember action that, remember that time when she was sweeping the matter. kitchen? That was awesome. Yeah. That's what I expected. That's what Brady, say. he's so sexy. He's, <laughs> he's like, like I, yeah. the only time that was any good was that scene where she was in the kitchen and she was doing dishes. Yeah. That was awesome. I thought <laughs> she was really real <laughs> she was so real when she was scrubbing that dish <laughs> that I felt like finally women are where they need to be <laughs> just saying yeah you're so sexist bro. I, go I, I to, hope you I grow out of that Marvel. I go to Marvel movies to yeah. watch superheroes not a person doing backflips <laughs> then I mean like I don't want to tell you like so you're okay with Captain Marvel then, right? No. <laughs> oh, you're man. just burying yourself He's now. Digging the grave. Okay. Why are you not okay with Captain Marvel? Because she's not funny at all. That's not supposed to wait be Wait a minute. Funny. It That's wasn't a comedy. She's it's saving a the universe. That's what Marvel is, though. It's supposed to be funny. No. no. Yes, it is. No. No, it's not. No. That's the only just difference because it's not DC and, and they're just just scowling at every turn doesn't but, mean it's supposed to be about but that, but that's that's okay a weird, that's so you're not just the only reason why i don't like it okay Marvel. there's more okay she's a woman no it's because okay. she's a woman uh, oh okay. that, just say it's just get it out of the way it's because she's invincible you talking about captain so, marvel yeah so you so which is it you know like well, i don't like black widow because she's just a person okay well yeah, what about captain marvel i don't like her because she's too cool no, Which it, is it? It's opposite end of the spectrum. You so either... you want a so you want a woman? <laughs> it doesn't matter. That is that is just right in the middle. She does not deserve to be the best, but I don't necessarily need her to be the worst. Is that not what a good protagonist? Is that what you're saying? Is? What? She's not a protagonist. They're on a spectrum. Obviously, Thor has a little bit more punch than Hawkeye. But they bring okay. different things to the table. Yes, and they also have different struggles. Captain Marvel doesn't have a struggle. Are you going to talk about women's struggles now? You just need to stop <laughs> digging that hole, man. I'm just saying. I there mean, was when a Emma spaceship... tells you to stop, you need to stop. That's there was a what I'm saying. Spaceship that was 
raining down fire. Oh, I almost killed wait, wait, all the superheroes. Wait, wait, wait. I understand. Marvel comes in, it's gone. That's why. Hey, how did we get hey, to this? Hey, you know what? I think I understand now. That's why you like Spider Man because the women are always in their place, just being rescued. I mean, yeah, damsels in distress <laughs> for days. Like Gwen Stacy. That's why she's like, Spider- completely yeah. helpless. Oh man, that's just what saying. you need. Till she becomes well, what Spider Gwen or no? That's different. Gwenpool. Gwenpool. Yeah, yeah, there's different ones. All right. Well, cool. I don't know. I mean, God, this has been a revealing podcast for me. Well, so Brady's sexist. I'm going to move the mic closer to myself. <laughs> Brady's cut off. Okay. Well, let's see if we can survive through the next move we're going to talk about. Shang-Chi. That was a short one. I cut it off very abruptly. <laughs> Let's do that again. I didn't. I messed it up. <laughs> Hang on. No, don't go anywhere. Yeah. And then we got a little guitar in there, too. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. I guess I forget the, the little tag on the end. In the, in the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Throwback to Tony Stark. And how it all started. Isn't that crazy, though? Like, when they originally started talking about this movie, that I totally forgot that that stuff was irrelevant in the first Iron Man. Like, I totally forgot that that... You mean it was relevant? You said said irrelevant. I meant relevant. That it was part of that movie, because, again, they didn't really concentrate on it, I guess, because it was was about Iron Man. I think, in hindsight, when they did Iron Man, they wanted to start something. They didn't really know what it was, because the director, John Favreau... At the yeah. time, he said they threw in the Nick Fury teaser mm-hmm. just to get people hyped up. Mm-hmm. And that after they saw the reaction to it, it led to a conversation with Marvel Studios. Like, holy cow, we have something yeah. here. They did not plan do, on that. I do like how they they brought it back. Like, they, I like how they tied it in where you sit there and go, okay, you can't just you know make a whole new story and get it but they tied it in of why you can still use those references and stuff and uh, tie it all together i did i liked how they did that i really do they made some creative changes yeah that they hoped you had forgotten mm-hmm. and and i think they kind of had to yeah. for instance the the 10 rings organization in iron man one is middle eastern yeah and they, they made that change initially. The Ten Rings in the comics has always been Asian. Yeah. Okay? But they made the change to kind of fit today's narrative of terrorism and selling weaponry. Kind of you know, time, That time. was an Iron Man our, our decision. Time, like if, yeah, our time where, like, you know, what was going on. Like, we're not fighting, you know, people in, like... What, right, like they, the Ten Rings China? was a... Was it was like or? Chinese, yes. Okay, I was trying to remember exactly yeah. where they were from. Yeah, because in talking about Shang-Chi, getting it out of the way, Shang-Chi was created as a homage to Bruce Lee in the comics. Uh He was basically Marvel's Bruce Lee. In the way that uh, Blade is Marvel's vampire. Mm -hmm. You know, and like they have these like characters that are designed to be 
based off of like real things. Thor is in mythology. Like mm-hmm. there are real things in there. Yeah. So that back in the day it was like they didn't have a kung fu superhero. Yeah. So they're like, hey, let's create one. Let's call him Shang Chi. Yeah. Now back then we had some ignorant tropes that we didn't realize were like insensitive. Mm-hmm. Culture has changed. Oh, yeah. You know, Brady hasn't caught up with that yet. Yeah. He's still real he, realizing what racism is, and that's okay, buddy. Yeah. It's okay. What? <laughs> yeah, Brady's still here. Uh, his mic privileges. We gave him back. We had a, a small talk during the break, and uh, he's not—he's not, he's not going to bash women anymore. I like women. Good job. <laughs> All right. So, Shang Chi. You know, his dad in the comics is Fu Manchu. Yeah. For obvious reasons, Marvel took a different direction. You can't have a character named Fu Manchu who, ironically or not, has a just a killer Fu Manchu. I mean, like, Kill Bill level Fu Manchu. Yeah. He's not his dad. They kind of mixed some stories, and they made the the Mandarin his dad. Mm-hmm. So they, they kind of mixed stories there. And then that, I thought it was fine. I thought they did a good job. Oh, I know. yeah. When you're towing the line of any kind of racial, cultural movie, Black Panther, you know, Shang-Chi, like, they, the cultures, even, like, Disney, like, Moana, and they tackle these different cultures, I think you have to tread lightly with it, especially if it's not animated. Yeah. If it's not animated and you've got real people, mm-hmm. you, you can't do what Disney did with Prince of Persia and let Jake Gyllenhaal play a Middle Eastern guy. Like, you can't do that anymore. Like, people are paying attention, and they're like, wait a minute, that's, that's, that's not right. They call it whitewashing, and I think they still try to do it every once in a while and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, what was she in? Like, uh, She was in, like, a, a Japanese oh, yeah, she was live in, action. Uh, what was that was called? Was it Ghost in the Shell? Ghost in the Shell, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, like, they, they did the same thing with that, too. Like, But I thought Shang-Chi was fantastic in the way it cast. Yeah. There were some really good big name actors in that movie. And it didn't take away at all from like the quality of the movie. I thought the yeah. actors were great. Yeah. I think Tony 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 Luong, I think is his name. He played the Mandarin, just a legendary actor in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And the cast of characters, they they brought in Aquafina. She plays like the the Cat Dennings in Thor. Yeah. Kind of like comic relief. You know, she's the side character who who acts as the audience in a sense like he's he has to explain his heritage and story Mm -hmm. to somebody yeah exactly so he explains it to her and in turn that's the movie's way of explaining it to us Mm -hmm. so that's kind of aquafina's role in the movie because like i know tanner our other brother he was really like why is she even in the movie why is she in the movie and and i'm thinking well like, she does serve a narrative purpose. Yeah. She's there to kind of hold our hand through who Shang-Chi is. And the arrow. And she shot an arrow. We didn't quite get to that point yet. But, yeah, she did shoot an arrow. Well, no, that makes sense. Spoiler alert. We already spoiled it. We, did, we spoiled but, everything. But, yeah, I agree with that. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. He, she represents all the stuff that he'd rather be than what he was, which is fun and just living in the world. Yeah. So she's kind of like, almost like, kind of bringing him down to be human, more human versus... How about more American? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, like, he t- it takes him completely away from that mythological yeah, Asian culture exactly. into the American hubbub, 
but he's still in his little pocket mm-hmm. of Asian culture. Yep. Right? Like the like the family, Aquafina's family is still very cultured yep. in their own way, but they're just in America. Yeah. So Aquafina's like kind of laughing at like the traditions that her family has. Yeah. Because she's all she's ever known is America. Yeah. So like it was kind of like Black Panther in that we're talking about African culture, yeah. but we start in Oakland. Uh-huh. You know, it was yeah, yeah. very much similar to that, yeah. like to how you had how black culture has moved from one area of the world to another. Mm-hmm. Same with the Asian culture. So yeah. that was kind of a mirror thing there. Then you get into like immediately into the action, and oh yeah, I love how they intertwine. I first of all, I have to say, Shang Chi is in my top five. Uh, it's it's an incredible movie. I'm a little biased. I love kung fu movies anyway. Yeah. So if you go into the movie and you go, I don't really go. I don't go into the whole kung fu thing. Don't don't watch the movie. That's literally what the movie is. It's a kung fu movie for yeah. Marvel. Yeah. And because of that, you're gonna have mysticism. You're gonna have dragons. As it turns out, it just had a little bit of everything. And I, I really love the movie. And the, the action sequences were. Bar none, the best in Marvel to date. Yeah. I can't think of a movie that even comes close to it. And it, it was interesting because fighting with like ten, you know, the rings around his arms. You're, I was sitting there going, "Well, how's that work?" You know. The, yeah. You, but I think that was awesome. All the stuff, all the stuff you find out, it's not just you know flying off hitting people. He, you can do a lot with them. Yeah. It was. I thought it was really cool what they did with them. One of the biggest criticisms this movie got was the overuse of CGI. Did you get that sense? No. I didn't either. I watched this movie, Over, and, and you overuse know... Overuse would be like they had, uh, you know, a whole village of characters that are not real. Like they like Lord of the Rings style? Yeah. They didn't really yeah. do that. The fight scenes... Or Star people, Wars when they yeah. did that? <laughs> like, the, yeah, they had a demon. They had demons and uh, dragons, but they they the people were fighting, you know, I mean, it was... It, it wasn't. I, I can't imagine it being that movie being overdone. Like that doesn't seem right. Like a, not a really good criticism saying too much CGI. There was like a big CGI like monster fight kind of. With well, that's the, what I'm saying. Outside of that, but that. I but mean, sorry, they, we don't really have dragons to use. But I mean, that doesn't make it. That doesn't make it like bad to use it. That's the whole thing. Like if you had, I mean, if you just compare it to like when they brought out, they started using it in Star Wars, the the first three Star Wars. That was an insane amount of CGI. That was like almost a whole movie of that. Where this, they're not trying to do that. And like he, like Dill brought up is Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings had fight scenes where literally the whole thing was computer. Yeah. So, yeah, and you could tell. Yeah, it hasn't aged well. Yeah. As much as I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's still a good movie, but yeah. But I, that, I don't know. It's a kung fu movie. You have to do some stuff to make it crazy. Cause like, while the big CGI fight is going on, there's also the fight between Shang-Chi and his father. Mm-hmm. Which is, in my opinion, ten times better. They don't make that the front of the movie. They don't make the CGI fight the front of the movie. They make it him versus his dad. And how they used the rings and stuff was awesome. Like, the way they, like, orbit around Shang-Chi, like, almost like an atom. And he, like, Hadoukens him in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another criticism of the movie came in the form of, like, comparing the monsters that came out of the canyon to the, the Chitari from Avengers 1. They said that, like, it was just a plot device so that the other Avengers could have something to do. Oh. And, and like, got, obviously got they all can't fight Loki. 
Okay. And so the the big battle is the spectacle. And there were some people that were like, this isn't necessary. The only reason you're bringing these things out is so that the heroes have something to aim at and kill. And I, and while I get that criticism, if you're in the middle of that fight, you're in the theater watching this fight and everything's exploding all around and there's a battle in the background, I don't know what you're there for. It's a summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. Why are you there if not to see to, the superheroes fight? If you're going to... like, I can understand that point, but... This movie, you can tell, is not that. A movie that, which you've pointed out many times over, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. It's literally, we just we want to tie this in with everything else, but we I guess we need to throw some people in there to, you know, have, you know, people for them to fight or whatever. Yeah. You know, we can't just make it all about trying to go into the quantum uh, verse and doing all that. Yeah. We have to throw... But like you said, because of that, you just threw in people that are gone. Well, like you said, I remember when we, when we first watched it, you said when the best villain in that movie is Walter, Walter Goggins, Goggins his, his character. And it's like, wait a minute, he's not even supposed to, that's not even supposed the, to be the The hillbilly main. guy yeah. from Texas is yeah. the best villain in the movie. Yeah, and I agreed with that because it was just like, yeah, I can see it. I, I mean, I don't dislike that movie. I thought it was neat. So, But I agree with that. It's like you when you start to look at it, it's like, it's just like with other movies, like, why are you guys rushing this? Why are you rushing yeah. it? You don't have to do it. We get it. You're trying to hurry up and tie it in with the rest of you, but you can. You don't yeah. have to do that. Well, too. that's why Tom Cruise's Mummy movie failed so miserably. Because they tried to do so much, yeah. and they forgot, hey, we've got a mummy over here. Uh-huh. And it's like, they tried, to, hey, look over here, Russell Crowe. Yeah. We don't care about what's going on over here. Yeah. We want to see this developed villain you've started. And yeah. that movie was just trash from the beginning and, and I don't think Tom Cruise lends himself to that kind of movie anyway but that's neither here nor there yeah. so making that point to the to Shang-Chi is I, I think that's just you're, you're, you're grabbing at straws you're just trying to put it down just because you want to put it down like, uh, yeah. to, to me that's that, that opinion how many, how many of these Marvel movies are you going and you're like intellectually like well you know I wasn't very smart I didn't like it. I, you know, it, it didn't tie in uh, human tropes. and yeah. Like, no, you're there to see explosions. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised Michael Bay hasn't directed a Marvel movie at this point. Yeah. They're, they're, there's yeah. going to be explosions. There's going to be fights. There's going to be uh, lack, of, lack of villain development. Uh, that's another big one. Like, uh, the one-dimensional villain really does hurt Marvel sometimes. But they've done a really good job of weaving in and out different movies so marvel villains that stick around and you know are going to stick around they're going to get developed loki is a great example thanos they have villains that have roles that get fleshed out but then you have the occasional villain like like thor 2's dark elves Mm -hmm. do you care at all about any of those guys no they are just a they're just like they don't even have like names me, me personally when I thought I think about that race because I know a lot of people don't like that one either and I thought it was cool but it, but I don't also I it almost made me wonder like were they worried that maybe Thor was just going to be his own thing and not tied in with the rest because that's kind of how they did it they didn't really that's why it ended up well it kind of reminded me of all the other ones where now you just took a you took a villain and it's trap it's almost like a, we just threw it away whatever we're just, we're just trying to develop these yeah. two characters so let's take a big villain and kind of make them nobody well a, another yeah. great criticism of thor too like cat denning's character which as brady pointed out is the humoristic side of marvel like her character had more screen time than malachi the main villain in thor 2 yeah that's a problem for me 
That's a problem. I, I, I don't want to see Kat Dennings' character more than that, I see the main villain. That's one of those things where it's like, I don't... who There's somebody big in Marvel that really likes her character or her. Yeah, because she comes back and wanted. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Well, whatever. But moving on, I think yeah. I think Shang Chi does a great job of connecting Iron Man to the Mandarin mm-hmm. after the fact. Yes, because sadly, Mandarin is an Iron Man villain. We never got to see Tony Stark fight the Mandarin. Uh-huh. So this is the clever way for Marvel to tie those strings together by having a guy uh, played by Ben Kingsley come back. Trevor Slattery uh-huh. comes back. And he is the connective tissue to those movies. And many people haven't seen the Marvel one-off. Um, I think it's called All Hail the King. Yeah. I, um, I haven't, it's, I've been the one-shots, they released them on the DVDs. Uh-huh. And the whole purpose of that was to kind of bridge the gap. Yeah. And so after Iron Man 3, uh, we find out Ben Kingsley's Mandarin is just an actor. And he's not even really... He's, just, he's an actor. He's not the Mandarin. Okay. So that ticked a lot of people off. It was a great twist. One of the best twists in Marvel so far. Yeah. But some people wanted to see the Mandarin, right? They wanted to see the Ten Rings in action. Yeah. They wanted to see that get paid off. And they made Ben Kingsley look like a Middle Eastern character. Yeah. Right? Mm. So then they have this one shot where they show there really is a Mandarin, and he's kind of ticked off at Trevor Slattery. So they kidnap him at the end of the movie. So here he comes back. Yeah, and it's really funny though because they really not only do they sit there and he explains that you know people you know acting like him, he makes fun of the name the Mandarin too. Yeah, everybody's afraid of a fruit. Super yeah. super cheeky reference to yeah. the name the Mandarin. Uh huh. And the, the, the movie itself is so good yeah. at tying those strings together. It's like we're not just saying. You remember the Ten Rings in Iron Man? Oh, we'll just forget that. This is really the Ten Rings. They didn't do that. They were like, it's still the same organization. They were just under different management at the time. Yeah. And while he's fighting these battles through time, he's allowed other organizations yeah. to call themselves the Ten Rings. Yeah. Is basically the explanation. Yeah, and it's yeah. But then you get through the movie, you got mystical creatures, you got you got a maze, you got like a like a forbidden forest. You got yeah. dragons. You got everything that a, like a mystical kung fu movie yeah. would have in it. I, I really think that the movie lends itself to Iron Man and then makes its own path, which I think is important. It is kind of interesting. That thought or there where you know like because we we've heard the comment multiple times where it's like it was just like the almost in a way it's like oh it's a kung fu movie so they didn't like it or whatever. It's like. But that's just like if oh I'm gonna go watch King Arthur oh man there's so many knights and swords in this this is not good I don't like that. <laughs> like, you know you, I mean? you gotta know what you're go- getting yeah. into but the thing of it is it's like why would you dislike it because it's not like they're they're making stuff up they're actually playing they're they're taking stuff from the real culture and what's in their background so it's not like they're sitting there going making it all up like no not really if you go there there's nothing about any of that they don't care about dragons they don't do kung fu most of them box like you know it's not it's not like they're sitting there taking a falseness they're actually trying to bring in people's culture just like you know black panther brought in african culture and stuff like they weren't just making everything up they were yeah. they're trying to like be true to 
real life, even though you're doing a fantasy comic, they, you know, still like that. So when people go in there and go, there was too much conflict, <laughs> they go, wait, that's the culture. There, you know, you can bring in the Marvel Universe, but that's the culture is coming in. Just like when, even though they made up a lot of the stuff that you see, you know, coming in from space, it's a, it's a culture. And that's why you, that's what makes it interesting because you're, you're bringing all these cultures together. Yeah. So now you're going to see this mystical Kung Fu go into battle with, you know, Norse God, like yeah. stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I, you know, makes you wonder sometimes, what did you expect? Right. You know, what, what, because you had to be expecting something if you're disappointed. You know, to me, I, I always think, you know, why, why wouldn't you just go up with an open mind that, hey, this is a Marvel movie and so far, majority of them have been pretty cool. You know what you're going to run into uh, after Endgame? Like every movie after Endgame, you're going to run into, well, where was this character during Thanos? You're going to run into that because, like, what was what was the Mandarin doing when he when the world got snapped? Like, why was he not helping fight that battle? It makes you wonder, right? Mm-hmm. Where was Shang Chi? It's it's worth noting, like, yeah. that's what Marvel's set up now, and yeah. they really milked it with the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, like uh, Far From Home played on that the whole time. It played on it to the point that. It almost didn't stand alone as its own movie. Like, Far From Home did an awful lot of explaining for fans that might not have seen Endgame. Like, I don't all three of the people that hadn't seen Endgame in the world. Yeah. I, that's, I don't yeah. know how you haven't seen Endgame. But anyway, let's, let's move on from Shang-Chi. Like, what does he set up, though? I guess we want to set it up to see, like, the end credits... Shang-Chi gets invited by Wong, who makes an appearance with Abomination in the movie, by the way. We didn't really talk about that. Like, it was a nice nod to Abomination to have yeah. him come back from Hulk yeah. and, and be relevant again. So maybe we'll see kind Abomination. Of, kind of one of those things, again, where, you know, they again, they took a movie, put a, a villain in there, and it's not... It's just to build up the, the main character when you could use this character for more. You know sure, I mean? but, I, but like, Abomination's real, appearing again. Well, that's what I'm saying. In, in the Disney so Plus show, it's a way She-Hulk. To, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's one of those things where it's like, it's nice to see that. Because yeah. it could have just been a character where they just threw it away. Just Connective like tissue. I, exactly. Love it. Yeah. He's got a new look. It's more comics accurate. Yeah. And then Wong at the end, he invites Shang-Chi in. And we see that Mark Ruffalo's back to being a regular human being. Uh-huh. So we're going to get another iteration of the Hulk. We have no idea what that's going to look like. You can tell he's, his arm's still in the sling. Yeah. So we don't know what, what kind of Hulk we're going to get. He will appear. Hulk will appear in She-Hulk. Yeah. Old Man Hulk? Maybe. Maybe. Old Man Hulk? Didn't he have like sure. a little bit of white hair? Mm. Well, you're talking about Maestro. That's that's a way different storyline. No, I'm talking about like Bruce at the end of Shang-Chi. Didn't he? No. No, really. I, he just looked a little weathered. You have to admit that, that Hulk's story is kind of done. If he can be smart and huge. So they, they gave him... You know, they gave him back to a new storyline by having him be a person again. Maybe they'll say, well, after the snap, he couldn't sustain that body. T- I don't know. We'll, we'll probably have an explanation for it in the show, the Disney Plus show. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to that. Actually, that's the next section of what we're talking about. But what does Wong lead us to? Wong leads us to uh, Doctor Strange in the... Uh, Multiverse of Madness, I think is what it's called. Somewhat, yeah. And then it also leads us into Spider-Man 2, where we know mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is in... Or, sorry, Spider-Man 3. No Way Home, where Doctor Strange is that 
Tony Stark, Nick Fury mentor role to mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Some yeah. theories for that. There's lots of theories. Yeah. I have a couple. Well, well, like I said, well, what we're about to get into, you know, that there's so much they can do. So it's it's going to be interesting if they eventually bring it into some kind of focal point. Yes. Because there is so much they're bringing in. But that's cool. I like the idea. It so, is cool. So cool that we're going to take a commercial break and then talk about it. So stick around and we'll talk about Disney Plus because that's neat. Disney Plus. We've had four shows completed to this point now. WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, and What If. I think all of those shows point to something greater and bigger. And it's pointing to the direction we're going in Phase 4. So, Zach, uh, we have multiple storylines yep. that we're getting from these different shows. Uh Plus, I want to. I want to know, like, what is your favorite of those four shows? First of all, like, what what did you get the most out of? I really, even though it was it wasn't as slow as like um, Wandavision, but I really liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And once that started getting going, I really liked their storyline stuff. I really liked Loki. The what what it brought, like, because I was very interesting to find out, like, okay, what are they going to do with him? Because I didn't look into it. I purposely didn't look into it. I said, I'm just going to watch the show and see what they do. Because, And I didn't read ahead on any of those because I just wanted to know. Yeah. I was like, let's just see. Because, you know, you're going to get all kinds of different, um, this is what they're going to do or what people think they're going to do. I was like, I, I'll just watch it and let's see. But yeah. I really liked the, the Falcon winners. It took, a, like, it took a little bit to get going, but I get it. You're trying to develop the characters more and I, I that's great they did it i think they did a really good job of that yeah you know taking you know winter soldier and try to turn him into you know what he wasn't you know get him away from the assassin thing and stuff and then taking falcon and how do you how do you really make falcon captain american america captain america <laughs> with, with him not being a super soldier so how do you do it how do you and i think yeah i think they did i think they did a great job and i really don't it adds a human element to it, him. It was though. after, you know, the, the comic book stuff. I When I got to a certain point, you know, I, I, was, I didn't read any more comics or anything like that. So I never got to see. I really didn't see what they did with them in the comics and everything and what those stories were. Yeah. So it was kind of neat to see on what they what they did with it. And I think I, I think they did a good job. I think I really liked it. I, Do you like the idea that shows on, on Disney... Actually, relate to the movies coming out. Actually, yeah, I was, is that a good I, idea? I, honestly, I was thinking about that when you were talking and introducing it. I thought, to me, I think it's really cool that they're doing it because not it's cool to wait for the movies and stuff, but it's really neat to have a show that you can watch. That's why I thought I haven't really watched it all the way through. The Agents of Shield. It's not related. Is it really not? I mean, like, it is, but Some, it is. Very vaguely, then, because the stuff I saw that was related, but I haven't watched it. So. Well, the first, like, four seasons yeah. are, they tried to have connective tissue. They brought uh, Lady Sif yeah. from Thor yeah. in there, 
And and then that was kind of the last time we saw Lady Sif forever. Okay. She appears in a cameo in, in Loki, uh, but she's going to make an appearance in Love and Thunder, okay. the next All Thor right. movie. But when, when it comes to yeah, what you're saying for like being a TV show, I, I think it's neat because then you can take... You don't have to take a whole movie dedicated to a character you probably don't really need a whole movie for. So yeah. you can you can bring in different aspects and you can go, okay, how do we tie it in? And what else can we introduce at a smaller scale where we're not concentrate taking a movie and like cutting it up kind of like what, what we've been talking about with the villains it's like you could bring introduce villains and then bring them back for certain things like you know i like that in falcon winter soldier they brought back um who's the guy he fights on the boat um captain ball Man. ball rock ball rock. yeah yeah i like that his character came back because i i thought that was a really interesting character and it was a it was a human character yeah that falcon could tango with yes i like that it was yeah. a great thought it wasn't like, over bring a new person in. yeah yeah so it wasn't another super soldier it was a regular person that just could fight really like, yeah he was an who awesome could just soldier. kick the crap out of yeah. you he held his own with with cap for like yeah. maybe two minutes yeah, but he did, but, he did. which is surprising because even you know, I like how they did that. They 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 can still use elements from the movie and you know keep going keep going with that. I kind of like. I think they can develop characters a little bit better. You know, taking and trying to get you to understand. Like WandaVision was just crazy trying to get that, but they, I I feel like that one was just like it took a little bit. You know, WandaVision had the burden of being the first. Yeah. Like you could tell, yeah. And, and I think a mistake that Disney made was to have them be so short. Mm-hmm. And and thank God they did the first two episodes on launch mm-hmm. because had they done it, they broke it up with like twenty eight minute episodes yeah. by the week. I think they'd have lost. Oh yeah, thousands oh, of yeah. viewers if they yeah. did it that way. It, it was it was a slow burn. Like like it was kind of cute and cheeky how they. They like did the sitcommy kind of feel, yeah. But you didn't get a real sense of what Wandavision was until episode four or yeah. five, yeah, exactly. And that's dangerous, like especially for something new. You but, could have lost a lot. But of with people. everybody coming off the the high of Endgame, they're like they're thirsty for something else, and or, something or they're burnt out, or they're like, How, where can you go from here? Mm-hmm. Why would I watch this TV show that looks? Goofy and, and see, quirky, I, and see that's sort of thing. When I was watching, it, it's like you know, some, like I said, the first two episodes, you're just kind of like, you know what? Let's just see where they go with this. I'm just thinking about my yeah. wife too. Like she yeah. was the person that was burnt out. Oh yeah, it's like oh my god, I don't want to see another superhero movie now. Like she didn't even see yeah. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, which was after Endgame. She mm-hmm. was like, oh, the purple guy's gone. Are we good? <laughs> can we can we move on? I can see that. You know, that was my wife. I I can see that. WandaVision was was the pioneer, and by the end of it, it was just jam packed with uh, direction. Oh yeah. So Monica LeBlanc, something Monica something from Captain Marvel, she was the. Oh okay. You remember her character? She was the Rambo. Rambo, yeah. I threw an L in there. Monica Rambo. She her mom is in Captain Marvel. Yeah. And then that's in the nineties, so it jumps forward to. Present day with WandaVision, she's older. Yeah. She gets superpowers because she goes through Wanda's force yeah. field. And and so she's getting set up for what's called the Marvels, which is Captain Marvel 2, essentially. Yeah. So that's her direction. Then by the end, we see Agatha, and she has a direction now. And actually, they just released this, I think, yesterday or today. 
uh, Agatha Harkless is getting a Disney Plus show. And I think right off the bat, I'm thinking that's going to be a direct result of what happens in Doctor Strange 2. Okay. I think that be, we're going to see her be relevant, you know, after Doctor Strange 2. Maybe the direction that Scarlet Witch goes after yeah. Doctor Strange 2, because she is in Doctor Strange 2. That's the next time we're going to see Wanda okay. is probably in Doctor Strange 2. And I, my theory still holds that Doctor Strange is going to have to battle her. They're going to fight because yeah. she's in a really dark place right now. The thing is, of it is, is Doctor Strange going to go to her? No, no. The, that's the thing. The thing of it is, you're just going to have to wait and see because we'll see. what they're I'm playing, just saying like just, what they're playing with with them and everything is they're playing with the fact that it, it, it doesn't. You don't know what time frame it's going to be. You don't know when you know when that's going to happen or yeah, what's happening because they're happened. they're trying. You know, we're about to break that open anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like where these shows are going. Yeah, all these shows are going somewhere. See, that's where the thing with Loki. If you watch when you watch Loki, that's why they're trying to show you. They're trying to show you that there is, you know, the stuff that's going to happen. There is no, you know, it, when does this happen? We don't know. It could yeah. happen at any point because they're playing with all the different timelines and it, yes, directions and and not just that scope. Scope is a big thing too. Like WandaVision, at the end, she's got a a, a book called The Darkhold. It's like a magic book. So th this brings in magic to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So now, all of a sudden, Blade is possible. All of a sudden, uh, uh, there's, there's characters that are just m mystical and mythical that are well, going to be brought in. Very interesting with that, you know, what can be open. Uh, that, the Morbius movie. It just kind of... Sony. Oh, that's, that's a Sony. Right. It's Sony. That's but, why. But you're not far. Like we're uh, gonna get there. That's up yeah. there. I wrote Sony on the board, so it's so it's important. Ah, uh, gotcha. You know, you can't see it because you're listening, but I yeah. wrote Sony on our board. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, WandaVision sets up her meeting Doctor Strange, and they were very close to having Doctor Strange make a cameo. He didn't do it, but he didn't have to. He she's gonna be in Doctor Strange too, and everybody knows it. Falcon and Winter Soldier, they set up the ground game. Okay, mm -hmm. they set up the Hawkeye, Black Widow kind of feel. Yeah, like it's gritty on the ground. We got kind of a, a an evil Captain America, but he's not really evil. He's like he's confused, he's conflicted, uh -huh. and they call him U.S. Agent. Okay, so now you got a Captain America looking figure. Then you get the end of Black Widow, where you get uh, the new Black Widow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she's all of a sudden looking for Hawkeye. That's the mission and the connective tissue there is Val, who is kind of behind the scenes working for the government. She's setting up a, a super team. Yeah. Okay? And again, I don't know if it's the Thunderbolts or if it's the Dark Avengers. There's two different comic book storylines that that could be. Where you've got U.S. Agent, the new Black Widow, uh, possibly Thunderbolt Ross, who ends up being Red Hulk. That would be the Thunderbolts. Or... It could be the Dark Avengers where, you know, we, we don't have the Avengers anymore. So the government steps in and says, here are Avengers. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, not good. They're, like, like almost villains. Yeah. Like, in the comic book, uh, Daredevil's archenemy, Bullseye, ends up putting on Hawkeye's outfit. And he's the new Hawkeye. So, like, there's directions this can go. And then Loki sets up the multiverse. Mm -hmm. Loki all of a sudden says, hey, remember all those times where we had to stick to time rules and things? That's out the window. We can go to any time, mm -hmm. anywhere, 
And more importantly, anybody can be anybody. Mm -hmm. Loki had what we call variants. Not all the variants were Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, if if we didn't really like Edward Norton yeah. and Mark Ruffalo's the Hulk, but Mark Ruffalo, I don't know, walks outside, gets hit by a bus, and I hope he doesn't, that would be terrible. But but we bring in Edward Norton again. Because that yeah. Because he's a variant. But that's the other thing too. It's just like what it's really funny, it's like even characters that have died, like can come back. Can be brought back yeah. in different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, we'll, we'll probably talk about me, it another time. DC's doing a very similar thing, yeah. bringing Michael Keaton's Batman mm -hmm. into the new Flash movie. Yeah. They're doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. the, both DC and Marvel are doing multiverse stuff now. Yeah. Very exciting time to be a nerd. Well, and, and to DC's credit, they did do that with the... Uh, the, was it Supergirl and Flash and all that with the TV show? Yeah, Crisis on Infinite yeah, Earths. Yeah. It was a TV show version of it. Yeah, yeah. but it was very bold in, in that it brought yeah. movies from all different facets. It brought yeah, Christopher was... Reeves' Superman movies uh -huh. and uh, Smallville. Yep. Like it just jumped all over the place. Yep. Tim Burton's Batman. Like mm -hmm. it jumped all over. But we, we could get yeah. lost in DC. Yeah. Let's stick to Phase Four for a while. So that yeah. leads us to to what if. And uh, Brady kind of had a good question when we started. Like, what does What If bring to the table? Well, after Loki, now we know that What If could be real. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Is What Loki showed us is that there are multiverses that like just go in different directions. What If is showing us some of the more interesting versions of what if this happened? What yeah. if that happened? I think I think it's going to be just off the charts. It's going to be very, incredible. It's very neat storylines. Like it's really neat to see what they do, and it kind of, like say if you watch that, it kind of tells you like what they can possibly do if they want to with the universe now. Yeah, they can do this or do this. Will they do that? You don't know. But they're saying, well, yeah. See, now we can do anything. So you're not really going to know. Right. We we can do anything is possible now because we can bring any character back. We can change how they are we can make like you said we can make the hulk be five different guys it, 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 you don't know right and and what are we leading into right so mm -hmm. all four of these shows what are we getting to so i mentioned the dark avengers that's one storyline and it's worth mentioning phases one two and three all focused on one thing thanos yeah. and the infinity stones i guess that's two things yeah but that's but, but one, one idea one, there you go one, one idea. plot line yeah okay this is where phase four is different from anything we've seen so far. It's instead of just focusing on one thing, it's not just the Dark Avengers. Now, because of Loki, we have this cosmic threat called Kang the Conqueror. We don't even know what the heck he is. He's basically another Thanos level bad guy. Mm. Okay? But that's not all. Now we throw in some more question marks. What about the X-Men? What about the Fantastic Four? Mm -hmm. They're coming. Yep. How do they fit in? Then you get magic side of it. You get Doctor Strange mix mixing realities yeah. with, with Wanda. And, and she's now officially the Scarlet Witch. Where is this going? Okay, And that leads us to the last possible key point. And that's Sony. Sony in the Spider-Man world. So up until this point, we have not seen any connective tissue between like Tom Hardy's Venom yeah. and uh, Jared Leto's going to do Morbius. Yeah. Or is it Mobius? I think Mobius or Morbius? Morbius, yeah. the vampire. It's, it's Morbius. Yeah. Morbius. Yeah. Okay. 
So we haven't seen connected. Like, is that in the MCU? Is it not? Yeah. And then you've got other movies coming. Craven the Hunter is mm-hmm. coming. And he's going to be played by the same character who played Quicksilver. I think it's Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, he, he was yeah, He yeah, played yeah. Kick-Ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was Quicksilver, and he died in Age of Ultron. Okay, so now you've got him playing Kang, or not Kang? Sorry, Craven, uh, the Hunter, who is a big time Spider-Man villain. And so we're we're kind of creating a Sinister Six kind of feel. Yeah. But there's a huge problem. Where's Spider-Man? Yeah. You can't have these characters. They don't matter. They, what is the point of having Venom if you don't have Spider-Man? Yeah. Well, now. I, huge, gigantic spoilers if you haven't seen Venom 2. Uh, not necessarily for the end of Venom 2, just the teaser at the end. I'll just say that. Teases Tom Hardy taking a look at his TV. Venom's with him, and they're watching Tom Holland on the screen. Yeah. So we get a little multiverse stuff going on. And there's like a flicker, and all of a sudden you see Tom Holland all of a sudden Tom Hardy is now in the MCU mm-hmm. okay that's multiverse that's Doctor Strange or whatever Wanda's gonna do or whatever Loki did like we don't know what's connecting all these things together with the multiverse uh-huh. it's all crashing down though yeah that's that's what makes the shows so important Disney plus fantastic job of making those shows important mm-hmm. so the direction is crazy Tom Holland, here's what I think. Just the last thing I'm going to say about it. Tom mm-hmm. Holland is going to go to Sony. I think he does his movie, No Way Home, and he ends up, at the end of that movie, somehow he ends up in maybe another universe yeah. or whatever, and it's the Sony universe. Now, all of a sudden, he doesn't have to show up with Captain America, Iron Man. Gotcha. He can show up in his own world with Venom Carnage, all these all Spider-Man villains. Yes. Doc Ock. Basically, Sandman. go back to where the where they were trying to go originally. Yeah, yeah. And, and now Tobey Maguire is is relevant again. Andrew Garfield's relevant again. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson's back. Yeah. You know, J.K. Simmons plays yeah. him. All these characters are coming back, and they're relevant. So so exciting. Yeah, like, I'm I'm super stoked. I'm gonna geek out on it. I know we're gonna do a, a Spider-Man episode coming up yeah uh that that i'm super excited about yeah that's it's crazy what they can do now and like you said i don't know i i i see it like you're seeing it i i see it just going multiple directions to put you basically where they where the last you know the the other ones were about bringing everything together i feel like this is going to be about separating and doing a bunch of like end end game parts Hmm. You know, so you ha- because you have so many different things, especially like that with the, the Kang thing, where even Kang he said he goes, "You're going to be taking on variants of him." Yeah, multiple variants of him. That was the twist at the end. Yeah, of Loki. Yeah, so that's I mean, so there you go. You got, it, it, you know, you could be you could have multiple movies where they're fighting a, a different variant of him. Yeah, and then you could tie it together, well, or they could just leave it on their own. Yeah, and Kang is confirmed to be in Ant Man three. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I remember hearing so about that. So that's coming down the pipeline. That's a different. That's what the quantum realm. Isn't yeah. It? So, so well, total, but but the quantum realm is related to the realities. Reality, yeah. So I mean, they got a lot to tie in. Oh, they yeah. really do. And and Marvel, I trust them to do that, and and it should be super exciting. Well, it, you know, what if 
like I said, that that gave you that possibility because they're you know when at the end when they tie, they basically tied all these stories together to show you what they could possibly do. Yes, and I thought, wow, that's great. Like that was cool. That was cool when you took all these storylines and you go, oh wow, they're all so. I'm very very interested to know how you take that and put it into two varies. He's very 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 into movies like into live action movies yeah alright let's see what you can do I, like I said very excited for it but you know we're at this really important focal point mm-hmm. where we've had two movies and four Disney Plus shows in phase four uh-huh. and, and it's just now to the point where we're going to get answers yeah right so yeah. we've got so many questions they just set up so many questions for us in Spider-Man No Way Home is finally going to give us some answers. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all of them, but some. I haven't looked it into all, but what do you think? What do you think the Hawkeye show is going to bring into it? Anything? Or um, you think that's just going to be ground like, level stuff? Just ground level, kind of like when the new Black Widow is in that. Oh, that's true. So yeah. ground. Remember, we talked about Dark Avengers or yeah. whatever storyline that's going to be. We could have a surprise U.S. agent cameo. Yeah, that would make sense. I, I don't know. So basically, that's kind of like when we when you would watch uh, Captain America versus you would watch like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, it's just a different, different parts of the yeah. world building literally. building that up, and then eventually it could come they together. Could, they are going to come together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, and at different times too, and it doesn't have to be a huge event where. Yeah. It's like Avengers Five is like seventy-five superheroes that all meet at the same time. Doesn't have to be that. No. Avengers Five could focus on Dark Avengers. Avengers Six could focus on Kang. Yeah. You know, like it could go in separate directions. We didn't even talk about this. They might be setting up the Young Avengers. We got Young Loki. Yeah. We've got Hawkeye's replacement. Yeah. Is another character. Yeah. Uh, we've got different younger characters. We've got uh, Wiccan and Quicksilver. Wiccan and well, not Quicksilver. Or wasn't or no. Uh, but you're on Wanda's, the right track. Wanda's, his, his, Wanda's two. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Wanda's two children are are part of that too. So we do have some some young Avengers roots. But we'll see Wiccan which direction that goes. Speedy. <laughs> yeah, he's just like the. I don't want to go there. I'm yeah. gonna get myself in trouble. Yeah, yeah I don't do that. We'll call him Turbo. It's Turbo. That was one of those times where you, you blasted the mic with a random Zachism. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's another uh, storyline. Is the Watcher one of those? What are they called? Celestials? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The Watcher's one of those. That's yes. another movie coming up. So in that movie. The Watcher's a movie coming up? No. The Watcher is one of the Celestials. Yeah. Why are you saying it so funny? <laughs> Celestials. Whatever. Celestials. Whatever. My point is, is the Watcher is going to be in an actual movie coming up? Maybe. Because he's played by um, Jeffrey Wright, and they made the Watcher look like Jeffrey Wright. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. If they didn't make him look like that, I wouldn't think so. But because he looks like Jeffrey Wright, I kind of think, yeah, yeah, we'll probably see him at some point. We see him in the movie. That could be what ties in what if, and maybe Absolutely. like the what if Avengers kind of thing. Well, I don't know. What there, and also, exactly, there's but like, like interest, the Doctor Strange, yeah. T'Challa, Star Lord. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys. they got they got some interest. It's just like when we we're talking about uh, Shang Chi at the end of that, his sister took over the Ten Rings, and yeah, you know what we I mean. We talk about that yeah. side, that but, side. But thing. that's that's the like you. Look, there's so much they're doing, and then they're still introducing newer stuff. So you, you're going to have so many different more 
side stories. Because like I said it's interesting when you when you go through the comics when I was younger and then thinking about like all the characters they're trying to introduce is like there's a lot. That's yeah. why it was like when I originally they, uh, Infinity War was hilarious because like there's no way they could duplicate the comic because the comic does bring in any imaginable character yes. that they had. So. It, the way they did it, I for me knowing reading those storylines when I was younger, that was pretty cool to see. Anyway, I didn't expect to see because like the end end game that fight at the end that yeah that was cool that was awesome that made sense. But like you know uh, the they but they did Infinity War now if they would have kept going with that storyline it's like you know at one point there was copies made of everybody and you know yeah doppelgangers yeah that's i was trying to remember the word i couldn't think of it but yeah it's it's to me this is really cool like all the stuff especially because a lot of this i haven't heard i've heard of but i've never looked into it and i'm actually to the point where now it's like i'm just gonna wait for the movies and be surprised because i like that and if yeah. i want to look into it later i will but i don't need to it's cool yeah and i want to see like ground level stuff that 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 kind of got the shaft I want to see Luke Cage. I want to see Daredevil. Those yeah. characters re- yeah. reverted back to Marvel. Because yeah, it's really interesting because, like, even in Infinity War, you know, Daredevil was really an important character. Yes, he was. And, but so was, like, Wolverine. Like, so were some of those. But there's certain things yeah. we, we're never going to get to see. Yeah, and you know, that's like, fine. like, we never got to see the Mandarin fight Tony Stark. Yeah. Like, that's okay. They, they yeah. can't do all of them, and they can't have, like, every aspect of it. But I want to see Daredevil get his due. Mm-hmm. And maybe even Elektra get brought mm-hmm. back in. I didn't particularly like the version of Elektra in the show. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if they brought her back, I wouldn't mind it. As long as we had Charlie Cox play Daredevil. Yeah. Because he was fantastic. And please bring us Vincent D'Onofrio as, as, King, as Kingpin. He was awesome. Holy biscuit. He was awesome. I want to see that. He was fantastic. It's a crime if he is not the kid. His interaction with the Punisher in the prison was it's still one of my favorite scenes. You remember that yeah. at all? Oh my gosh. Uh, that's, yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes. He's larger than life yeah. and and not to mention he is just a gigantic human being already. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. He he's awesome. Right. So, we'll have plenty of opportunity to see where phase 4 kind of goes after this. So, I will leave it at that. We'll put a kibosh on it. I think we've done enough to we'll come, set the groundwork. Maybe come back towards the end of the year. Well, when would it be like a good? Like I don't know. Spider Man's coming out uh, Christmas time, so I we have could a do theories about that. We'll we'll hit those up. We'll hit them up hard. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that hanging in the air. Yeah, dang. Well, wait. How can we theorize if the movie's out? We'll talk about it. And we'll see if your theory just was like, right. Just like okay. we do when we normally do. We say that stuff first and say, okay, this is what... We'll or take. we'll just watch the movie and then just tell people that you were right. Yeah. Even if you weren't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if you were just dead wrong. Yeah. We'll just pretend you were right. That's a good idea. All right. You got any thoughts? Oh, other than I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I, I, awesome. We said that, though. Yeah. They already know that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I know. I'm be, super stoked. Be, like I said, the neat thing about it to me is just I like all the stuff they're doing. It'd be interesting when they do bring in a character that, like, in the past maybe wasn't used, right, or was just thrown out there because somebody was trying to make a superhero movie. And Yeah. So it, it's cool to see them. They're all connected, and you yeah. know it. 
You so. know it. And I think it's a problem, too, because, like, Eternals is coming out next. How do the Eternals fit into anything we talked about just now? How? And, and somebody, somebody in the Marvel Universe really, really wants Howard the Duck to be a thing. Todd. A guy named Todd. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, I love Howard the Duck. I know, but it's funny how they keep trying to fit him in there and make him... Well, I think it's the best way to fit yeah, him in there. And I think what you'll see is uh, Deadpool will find his way into those kind of roles. Yeah. Where he's just cropping up in movies that he shouldn't be. Yeah. And I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. A great use of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily have to have Deadpool 7. Yeah. Give him just like cameos in different movies. Uh-huh. It would be fantastic. He just he just shows up for a scene yeah. just to mess stuff up. Yeah. I don't know. I'm no, dreaming. No, I'm fanboy yeah. dreaming yeah. over here. But people, people were saying he could be like the new Stan Lee with cameos. Maybe. I think that would be overdone. But yeah, that would be fun to see him just kind of pop up here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots That's of cool. cool stuff. Eternals is next. Spider-Man's coming up on deck. Thor coming up, uh, I think, February or March next year. Tons of movies just coming up. Super excited about it. But that's it. Nothing more to say. Stick around. We will have another episode coming up. And we're glad to be back. Glad to be talking movies. Glad there's theaters to go to. So stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy. Hey, look forward. We're, we're definitely trying to hit up a Halloween-type podcast. We're going to try to fit it in as fast as, you know, in October still. So Because we love Halloween. Yes. I might be there. Maybe. Maybe. Racist, sexist guy you. 37% yes. chance that I'll be there. That's pretty low. All right, bye. See ya. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. I want to give a shout-out to all the people that make this podcast possible. Sean McRoberts giving us the music. Emma Sonnenberg, the producing. Maddie Weishart, social media. And to my brothers for their contributions. Stick around for more episodes to come. We love you.